Good evening, alcoholics, and welcome to another episode of the Bar Culture Podcast. My name is Will, and I'm doing a short, brief, little episode to kind of fill in last week's missing episode uh, due to, well, a few things. Uh, first of all, we were preparation for a slow-moving hurricane, Hurricane Dorian, which everyone in the country's heard about now, but all of the beginning of middle last week, uh, us here in Florida, especially South Florida, were being overly cautious and preparing, so we did not have time to come together before Thursday last week, and our plans to meet up this weekend um, kind of just didn't happen. Uh, our Labor Day weekend went as such where... Um, We kind of just did a lot of sitting around and wait. So I figured I'd do this little We Are Safe episode uh, by myself. And we'll see how this goes. It's not going to be as long as Steve's one-hour small business, which he did a fantastic job, by the way. However, I'm not going to do a drink review on this one since this is more like a midweek blurb. We're going to try to get another episode out. Uh, We record together um, live for this Thursday. I just want to let all of our listeners know that we are safe from the hurricane. It is past us. Um, And we're going to get into the hurricane in a second. However, since um, I wasn't here for Steve's review on the fat tire Belgian White, um, I'm going to do a little review of my own on it because it is my daily beer. And I'm on my phone, guys, so you're going to hear me. Walking in and out real quick for one second. Just let that happen. Um, we'll be on with our own lives here shortly. My bottle opener. Move this thing back outside. Uh, for those who don't know, I have two um, buckets full of beer caps when I open beers. I can usually keep one outside and I've moved it inside and I gotta put it back outside. Um, but, yeah, I. Uh, down outside. Yeah, we, uh, we're we going to do this uh, Fat Tire Belgian White review from my perspective, because I just went to go get one. And here we go. Mm. So, this is my daily beer. This is what I drink daily. It gets to be expensive if you drink Drink it like most people drink Bud Light every day. Um, as Steve said, I like it. It's 100% employee owned. New Belgian is the brewery. Fat Tire is the brand. And the Belgian White is the style. Um, very orange zesty-ish, as Steve had, uh, had said. What I like about it is it's got full flavor but goes down as smooth as like a Bud Light would. So... With that being said, um, I could put about eight of these in the night away, and I used to uh, for a while, and then I, you know, cut back because you're not going to get hung over, but you're going to feel bloated the next day when you do that. Um, definitely something you could sip year-round, um, outside, inside. This is my go-to beer. As I take another sip, like you said, it's 5.2% alcohol. Um, I was messing with him. I was like, you forgot to mention it was my beer. And uh, I also, he also forgot to mention that it was had some coriander in it. Uh, so it's white wheat, orange peel, um, and coriander. Uh, this gives it its flavor. 
It's a very smooth flavor, very easy to drink, very easy to get caught away in. Um, the best of the Belgian whites that I have had that have that type of uh, orange zest to it. Like a shock top is very comparable to shock top. Um, I had one this weekend that we will try on the show because it's a local brew and it's not horrible. It's just not as good. Uh, so like I said, this is, as soon as I had it, this was my go-to everyday beer. It is one that I do drink every day, or don't, I don't drink every day. I can drink every day. Um, and one, unless I'm going to do something that I know I'm going to drink a ton of beer, is one I just would keep in my fridge. However, my fridge is just full of beer always. Uh, a lot from the show, a lot from the fact that I just like to buy beer and drink it. But most of it's from the show. Mm. I take a nice big swig there so five minutes in like I said I'm not going to do this Uh, I don't have any bullet points I was just driving home today and thought I should let the the listening let's say viewing public the listening public uh, know why why there was no episode this Thursday why there hasn't been one uploaded since Um, quite frankly Hurricane Dorian was that reason for the most part and then it was Labor Day weekend, and I tried to salvage a little bit of Labor Day weekend I had, and didn't really have time to just, you know, meet up and or do anything and get a recording going. We probably could have, but, you know, we both let each other go, go along as it is. There's a few things happening in my life right now. Uh, first off is, I was in a draft with another um, group of friends, and I had to propose a trade to my best friend, Dougie. And he accepted, dum-dum. He wanted the running back I gave him. I wanted one of his tight ends that's going to be an all-star. And I get to also pick up Matt Stafford here and roll a three-way Matt Stafford, Galladay, and uh, Hawkinson combo. And I think I'm going to do that for week one and see how that plays out. And I got Drew Brees as a frontman quarterback. So I think I'm going to be pretty damn set for week one, hopefully. Although I don't plan on winning this league. Last year I think I lost like two games. I almost won it. Wasn't undefeated. It's undefeated through most of the season. Uh, but this is a you know serious league that I play with, and then I got a couple uh, people that I play with in some some small time uh, BS whatevers. So I was just. Uh, Responding, you're welcome to that because I proposed a trade today and he accepted it like an idiot. So, thank you, Dougie. Uh, back to Hurricane Dorian. Hurricane Dorian was supposed to hit. Um, we weren't sure it was going to hit South Florida. I wasn't too. I was concerned as concerned as I should have been, but not overly concerned where I was panicking. I was prepared with water and gas early on in the week, so I didn't have much running around to do with the craziness that is here. Um, that goes on in South Florida. If you've never been through a hurricane prep week, guess what? It takes up all of your patience all week long. I had to get the I had to get work going. Uh, luckily, I didn't have to do much past that. You know, just did some stuff around my house to make sure there wasn't a lot of stuff hanging out outside, and just in case. But by Saturday, we were pretty much in the know. Uh, about Friday night, Saturday morning, we were pretty much not concerned with. Um, this hurricane that was going on. Uh, however, 
it did take a path to northern Bahamas, Abacos, Grand Bahama. Um, sat there for almost two days straight. It's still kind of just now leaving there. It hit there Saturday or Sunday in the early morning. All day yesterday. Uh, those islands are just pulled over. There's not much left of them, quite honestly. And I pray for everyone who stays on that island. Um, I do. I feel bad. I feel... A bad is a hard word, man. It's it's hard. It's kind of like hearing something. So when you're when you so, live so close to a uh, set of islands, especially, um, you gotta get relationships with them. In the industry I'm in, I have relationships with a lot of people on the islands and <clears throat> all the Bohemian Islands and, and the islands in the Caribbean. Uh, because I sell boat parts, engines, stuff like that, I have a deep connection with the Caribbean people. It's, as far as that, the culture, I love, um, I would say deep connection, that's a bad way to say it. <clears throat> I have a deep connection with their culture because I love their food. I love seafood, and they make some of the best seafood dishes on the planet. Uh, if I'm going to go Caribbean or Mediterranean every time, it's going to be Caribbean, but that's probably because I grew up in a Caribbean environment. Uh, but, with you know, with that said, you know, I feel for them because they're kind of like, our neighbors here in South Florida, uh, that's that's magnified in the, the industry I'm in, where there's a strong connection between the Bahamas and boaters, because it's a fishing mecca. So, not only do you have have that, and then we're sitting over here, you know, thanking our stars that we didn't get hit with this, what was a Cat Five hurricane at 185 mile an hour winds, sustain that, you know, pretty close to those type of uh, degrees for a uh, full day and sat on top of them so heart my heart goes out to everyone in the Caribbean who has a family in the Caribbean um, starting to see images this evening they're all over the news I'm sure CNN is going to play them if you guys you know want to check them out but uh, it's, it's not a pretty sight it's 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 going to be tough it's going to be tough for them there's a few shocking pictures um the land has been altered, whether it's been permanently altered or just because it's still flooded and hasn't succeeded yet. But some things, things are altered. It's, there's no doubt about that. Um, with that being said, um, I would invoke anyone to look up any charities that are going to be donating to um, the Bahamas and the islands affected by this hurricane, Hurricane Dorian. Uh, and just look where you can get some canned goods and stuff. I'm going to be uh, looking myself in this week going to the grocery store and buying a bunch of uh, canned goods for them down there because I was alive but not old enough to remember the catastrophe that Hurricane Andrew um, in person remember placed on this community in South Florida. But it's going to be worse than what we had to deal with for a variety of reasons. One of them is... They don't have the government resources um, to do, like, FEMA-type uh, stuff. And, if, and uh, you know, it's just this smaller government. It's islands. It's just harder. It's a bigger hurricane. Stronger hurricane. Slower hurricane. At one point, was said um, the movement of the hurricane was stationary. There was did not move, which it did, but it wasn't moving fast enough to register anything. It was like one mile an hour, if that. And it just sat on top of those islands and 
tore it apart. Um, so, like I said, we were prepping for that. It didn't hit here, but it hit there. So, anyone, anything you could do, make sure it's legit. Don't get, um, don't get frauded by some of these uh, GoFundMe's or stuff like that that are claiming to be help. And they're not because I guarantee you there's a lot of them that are not um, very helpful there they're just you know fraudulent is, is the word where they just you know pocket the money uh, but look into donating uh, at least canned goods that's what they're going to need some some food get some food over there to some organizations I will uh, I'll post uh, links on our social media to some organizations in the Hurricane relief. I know I was kind of posting some funny memes there for a while when we were worried about it. Um, but let's let, let's be all humane in that we are all one people of the world. And for me, like I said, these are like our neighbors in South Florida. It's different for people who don't live anywhere near it. But it'd be like uh, you know you heard about uh, a burglary happening in the town next town over versus the burglary happening. On your street, you know, you're going to be more heartfelt to that one on your street and more concerned, and that's how I kind of feel about it, you know. I don't feel good that it missed us and hit them. I'm thankful that it missed us because it would have destroyed us too, but I'm not thankful that it hit them, you know. It was a trade-off. It was a hard trade-off to say, would you take? Um, probably, realistically, yes. You everyone probably say yes and the people who say no are just liars um, I would take the trade as much as I don't want it to be that way it's reality I'm saving my me and my own versus um, people I don't know however I feel bad for the people affected and I, I am going to help we're going to help we're going to send them some stuff and that's pretty much what I got to say about the effects there um now that we're kind of back to normal here in South Florida, uh, anyone who evacuated, please don't come back because traffic today was great. I know schools weren't in, but uh, even coming home, I had a nice, shade, a nice 10 minutes off my drive. No problems, and anyone tried to cut me off. So I just think, in general, we had uh, less assholes out there. Um, that's all I got to say, really, about that. I didn't do what I was going to, what I really wanted to do this weekend. Um, but I did get to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I think it's one of the best movies that have come out in probably the last decade. It is what I like to call a director's movie. It's made for movie movie buffs and not fans of movies. Uh, very long. It's very slow in some areas. There's a lot of information you gotta, you know, you're taking in. And it seems like nothing's happening, but... Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio great duo. Leonardo DiCaprio proving himself was probably one of the best actors of all time. Mm. Pause for a sip break there. And Brad Pitt is spectacular as ever because he just uses non-verbal cues in the way he uh, acts. And that's, you know, you know, how he does it. I mean, that's just his thing. Like, you know, it's hard to it's hard to like Fight Club. This this whole character. He's a good character. Same with Ocean's Eleven. You know, Rusty is. It's a good character, and I think a lot of nonverbal stuff that Brad Pitt does in a lot of his movies is he could probably do a movie where he says no words, and it'd probably be a spectacular movie just from his body language. All right, alcoholics. Um, 
That's about all I got for you. I just want to make sure, you know, I want to let you know we're safe. I wanted to let everyone know about what's going on with this hurricane. Right now it's heading up to the Carolinas. Uh, it's still down here, but that's its projected path. So anyone in Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, keep an eye on it. Who knows what this thing could do. Central North Florida, stay safe. Keep an eye on it. You guys are going to get some stuff. But it's downgraded from a Category 5 to a Category 2 now from sitting on top of the Bahamas for so long. Over land, it's broken up some. Um, I wish everyone would be safe. But we're back, guys, so don't worry, and I hope you kind of enjoyed this. Thank you.